0: all right what is up sexy people um it's anjali back today we're going to talk about sex i think this is perfect because you guys like all of my episodes that talk about sex get the most listens clearly everyone wants to talk about sex nobody knows how we're all tripping um <laughs> and sorry if this is a little scattered it's gonna be kind of short i'm going to church in like less than an hour and i gotta go home and change because i look like a whore because i was on a hot girl walk and i'm barefoot um, there's a random dog next to me. I'm petting him that just like followed me from a cafe He's been with me for like five ten minutes, and I don't think it's for food. I have no food He can't smell anything. Baby get down. Get down, baby Come on get down. Get down. He's not my. Wait, let me cut this Okay, so today we're gonna talk about does sex equal love? Yes, it does. Big fat controversial claim. Everyone's gonna beef me it's partially a clickbait title, I won't lie, but I genuinely believe that sex is love in a form, and low-key sex and love are, like, the same thing, and I'm going to explain my thought process. I believe every human is capable of orgasm, and not that, like, that's the be-all, end-all and you have to chase an orgasm every time, because actually very, like, sexually self-actualized people who do, like, tantra, like, tantric sex and stuff like that from India, like, uh, my people, um will save their orgasms and they'll just have sex and enjoy it and choose not to come kind of like edging or choose to use that like sacred sexual energy for different purpose and it's just like loved one use it in in their work in their school in their parenting like it's very cool stuff and that even tantra and a lot of other like like daoism like healing practices that involve sex like if you think of traditional chinese medicine tcm and all of these like woo woo things that us in the west don't trust and we only trust like white coat western medicine it starts with masturbation like even if you think of hysteria okay so hysteria was um a condition diagnosed I feel like I'm gonna fuck up this history but whatever that's not the point diagnosed in like the 1800s 1700s and it was when well there were all these like explanations for it and you know famous scientists and philosopher guys would say it's when a woman like hasn't had kids in a while and like her brains her womb is going crazy because it has to be pregnant and it's because of that that like she's all out of whack and then would be like crazy and that's why like when people call women hysterical it seemed to be like a really gendered sexist insult um i feel like i still use it because it's just part of my vocab but like i do i get the history of it you're not supposed to say hysterical these days it's like considered really rude anyway um and the treatment was literally like fingering or like a vibrator and it's that was literally how vibrators started out is what i learned is because like doctors would like they called it a pelvic massage so like massaging her and her clit and also these women you know like when you don't masturbate for a couple weeks like say you're on a family vacation or whatever and you go back home and you come in two seconds because it's like you're so sensitive because you've taken a break and same with tolerance breaks with like weed or alcohol same with this these women i'm assuming have never been touched like that by their own husband because their own husband is like a two-pump chump who just like does it to like get himself off and get her pregnant or whatever one position only missionary or i don't even know if they did doggy back i really can't imagine um you know all these like old southern ladies back in the day like bending it over oh good heavens like you're in my wrong hole i don't know a charles like what um but yeah probably missionary i don't know obviously never like gave their woman a head and fingered her and shit like that probably And, yeah, so these women, the doctors would, like... I wish the doctors went down on them. Unfortunately not. They just fingered them. And then they started making vibrators because, like, there weren't enough doctors to, like, do this procedure. And women allegedly... I don't know how much of this is a myth, but women would say, like, Oh, I have hysteria. I have hysteria. Just, like, go in and have an orgasm from probably, like, a sexy young hot doctor, right? Anyway, so sex is healing, guys. Um, And I that's i like i'm not a huge fan of sex toys i know i've talked about that before i think it's just another way to market sex and put like an economic price tag on things that shouldn't be monetized 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 like made into money again i don't i don't speak english sorry y'all um not a big fucking fan of that to be honest um but i do think vibrators can be nice when you like don't have the capacity to like Make yourself come in another way. Like for me, like I I talked about it episode one, come get it, girls, go listen. I think it's helpful. <laughs> it's my most listened to episode. People like it. Um and I literally just walk you through how I masturbate. So you can go reference that. But for me, like if I don't have like access to like a bed or, or whatever space, if I'm just in the shower, say it's like a roommate situation, whatever, sure, vibrators can be great. Or if like I'm sick, because again, sex is so healing and sex can be sex with yourself. The majority of sex I have is sex with myself is masturbation and that's where we get it twisted in society by saying like sex is a man and what sex can be anything bro sex can be you with yourself you with a prop um let's keep it legal you know like it, it has to if it is a human they have to be alive let's be clear there but yeah multiple humans imagination making a sex tape without like porn like sex work is sex like even if you're not having sex even if you're just like jacking off on camera touching yourself playing whatever that's that's that x-ray so just to be clear um but yeah so when i'm sick sometimes i don't have like the energy to like make myself come like raw dog with my fingers i'll just use a vibrator it comes in two i come in two seconds so it's great okay so as i mentioned a couple episodes ago i think i volunteered in an animal center here in costa rica for a couple weeks didn't learn a ton I really thought it'd blow my mind more but learned a lot from the people there just having conversations with people in any place capacity always teaches you a lot about them about yourself about the world very cool stuff and there was a sloth we had like several I think like 15 20 baby sloths really freaking cute there's a pregnant mama sloth named Buddha and she hung around she'd like hang off the ceiling with like her baby clutching onto her hair and Buddha was, like, in captivity, like, we, all of our animals had been, like, rescued from, like, car accidents, electrical wire accidents, abuse, left at the side of the road, shit like that. But she could not be released because of, like, her conditions, I guess. And there was a wild male sloth, she was female, right, She's a mama, who would fuck her every, like, few months. She'd, like, whistle to him, and he would, like, come out of the wild trees, and sloths are slow as fuck, so, like, they, it would take days, I guess, to make the journey. Come fuck her, get her pregnant, leave again. I'm telling you this because we were all talking about it. Her baby's always clung to her stomach, like clung to her hair. And I was like, how the fuck do they fuck while her baby's there? Like, does she just leave her baby in, like, the corner? Like, she has this little area kind of, like, upstairs. Like, does she leave it and then, like, close your eyes? Mama's going to go get dick. And then one of my friends was like, well, our society, like, in the West and just being humans has stigmatized sex so much you don't see your parents fucking, like, ever, right? But for them, it could be totally normal and guys that might seem obvious to you i think of myself as very like sexually liberated it took me a while like it took me i guess a month to like actually wrap my head around what that means but at the end of the day because sex i think for us in the west privacy is like a big prerequisite for sex it's hard to have sex when your roommate's in the room right it's happened it's happened i don't think i've done it i've just like done foreplay and then my roommate like ran out of the room but some of my friends have fucked with their roommates in the room i've definitely heard my roommates having sex i heard the fucking belts smacking my roommate's ass before like getting where she's into that shit it's great um so why does sex have to and there's orgies obviously that's like public sex there's exhibitionism i'm low-key an exhibition i've never like had sex and well i've had sex at the beach i would have sex in a park but i've never like done it like in front of in front of people because i'm not trying to get arrested but you know car sex is really exciting for some people obviously the fucking positions don't work because car sex sucks anyone who says otherwise is lying but like i know two episodes ago in the waterfall the wheelbarrow me and my friends are talking about like fucking on the hood of a car Um, she said it's like her favorite position of all time and it's a little sexy because people could run into you right so not that like there's a big difference between exhibitionism and this little sloth buddha having sex with her daughter right or child right there i don't know the gender um but i just thought it was really interesting that it's like so weird for us but so many other like vices or not the sex is a vice at all but like pleasures are public like food it has almost replaced sex in our society and it's such a hilarious thing i love food like eating just makes me really happy and it's taken me a lot and i still like kind of oscillate back and forth with like oh but like maybe i should just like eat really clean to live and then i'm like but also i really enjoy food and what's the point of being alive if you're like starving yourself and it's a tricky balance and basically all of the bitches i know who have like gotten to the point of embodiment where they eat the food they want and they don't restrict but they also like don't binge eat and hate themselves after are at like a ridiculously healthy weight like might not be bodybuilder shredded but like they're they're skinny girls they have pretty privilege they're they're skinny they're slim they're unhealthy not like ridiculously skinny so that's something i actually still have to work on it's helped a lot when i stopped smoking weed since being here just because it's illegal here so like i smoke less frequently i definitely still do i just like don't smoke every night like i used to whatever that's neither here nor there i miss it a little bit So this isn't me saying there's anything wrong with, like, eating for pleasure or food. Can you hear that? (laughs) That's church bells. So yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with eating for pleasure or eating in a group setting or anything, but it's funny that like that is like societally okay and sex is not. And sex is so much healthier. Orgasms, I think are so healthy. They balance the body's energy. Some would say it's like a divine connection with like God or the Holy Spirit. That's why you yellow his name. Oh God, you know, (laughs) anyway. um, But yeah, like it, yeah, it burns calories. It links you with somebody else. You're using your body depending on the position. Like you can get quite acrobatic with it. And we we discourage that, but we encourage like eating all these big meals for pleasure. Like it's just really interesting and funny to me. Okay, so a friend of mine, I love talking to guys. I have all kinds of guy friends, like I have virgin guy friends, guys with a few kills, relationship guys, horror guys, guys with a hundred kills. love them all. And just like picking their brains. And it's the age old question, does kill count matter? and i know it's an age-old question so i'm not going to give you a basic answer okay i'm gonna like put some more thought into it because we've all heard that it doesn't matter if he asks he's a bitch boy and we've all heard that andrew tate like if a key unlocks a lot of locks it's a great it's a master key but if a lock gets unlocked by a bunch of keys it's a shitty key like that no we're not even going to talk about that whatever um what i want to talk about is why so my friend said that he would rather obviously not have a girl with a lot of kills it is so normal like if I met a guy or a girl with like a 500 kills a thousand kills even if they had a reason even if it had only been like one night stand say they were like a sex worker which I see zero shame in. I actually respect that a lot and I want to fucking do that to get paid to have sex beautiful anyway Um, and I know, like, I have friends of mine, very educated, interesting people, not meth heads, who have done sex work, you know? Like, it's an interesting thing, and and they all have completely different backstories, different from, like, the stereotypes that you'll hear, you know? So, yeah, he was saying it's no shame and, like, nothing wrong with her, but he would just get really jealous thinking about the other guys. I would get jealous, too. Guys I've been with, even just, like, vaguely dated, not, like, been in a relationship with, I don't wanna think of their other bitches. I get jealous as shit. Yeah, like, I have an anxious attachment style. I'm the queen of jealousy queen jealousy envy waste, behind okay anyway Jimi hendrix whatever but that doesn't mean that jealousy should ruin your life and i'm gonna do a separate episode on this on why i broke up with my long-term ex we almost got married it was a whole thing we call it like the divorce like we laughed about it because we had like we were common law we lived together we had so many joint purchases it was just like messy anyway he's still great it just didn't work out so i'm gonna talk about why and a lot of it comes down to like expectations and jealousy and just the insecurity that we let rule ourselves in society and it's seen as so normal um but so he even acknowledged like his jealousy is not valid so he just would rather not hear about her many kills and that's the thing like I'm never gonna tell my guy like all about my ex and all the fucking pretzel positions he had me in cause that's just gonna hurt him and that's one of the things I love like I've seen a lot of things lately on the internet and podcasts about like brutal honesty radical honesty um and I love the idea of it I just think it's a little like unintelligent and we can do better because I'm like one of the most brutally honest people like you can I'm talking about sex on the internet I'm talking about like my own personal sex life like I'm an open book but when your honesty is gonna hurt somebody else it's like why like it's kind of just like stupid to share and I've actually heard that with cheating that like for me it's always like if you cheat on somebody you tell them that's that's the thing you can't hide it from them but also guys like I've okay I'll be fully honest I've cheated one time in my life and I hate that because every time a conversation with my friends comes up and they're like I've never cheated I've never cheated I want to be able to say that too and to me it feels like I've never cheated because like I've Like literally not It was one time and we were in a fight And I like kissed a random guy For like two seconds at a random party Don't know his name never saw him again Was a horrible kiss and didn't want to go further Like it was literally just a kiss you know Um, And then the other time I was sexually assaulted And again it was just a kiss But like forced into it so that was not fun Same night Um, But yeah so like Something like that I ended up telling my ex I told him like a month after and it's hard to find the time Because like you like we were in a good place we'd been apart fought and then made up and I don't want to like ruin everything again and it's not even just me being selfish and being like he'll leave me it was just I didn't want to hurt him when he was so happy that we just made up so it was genuinely like I'm not trying to like be a pathological liar and spin this in my favor here but I was like it's genuinely not in his favor to tell him I obviously ended up telling him because I have a big mouth and I wanted to tell him and I like thought he deserved to know and he like understood he was a little upset but then whatever and then we talked about it years later after we'd broken up and I was like well yeah like you understood that and he was like honestly if I was who I am today I probably wouldn't have I probably would have broken up with you and I'm like really like, cause we, like we were together for like a couple years or over a year by that point obsessed with each other planning to marry I'm like you're really gonna mar- break up with like the potential future mother of your children over like a rando kiss that lasted two seconds like it's just putting it in perspective and then people say like it's a slippery slope and once a cheater always a cheater and i just fully disagree and i just think that's jealousy talking um but anyway okay we'll talk about that in a different episode back to sex (laughs) anyway we're talking about kill count and i was like well yeah but being with men in the past especially because typically girls with and guys but girls especially with like higher kill counts it's usually one night stands because for me like whatever my number is it's like I've tried a guy and if I like him I'll keep fucking him or if like circumstances say it's like I'm traveling or he's moving or whatever happened then we'll only do it one time but like it's not that I'm trying to have multiple kills it's just that sex is really important and I'm not just gonna say it's my priority is important to me it is important it is the way that children are born and like you know sperm donors and egg freezing and everything aside like the majority of children today and hopefully for all the future are born through sex and i'm not this is not me being homophobic like i'm all for like sperm donors and whatever like egg donors and shit if you can't have kids naturally or ivf whatever but like kids are mainly conceived naturally and if they weren't we wouldn't be able to like even like sperm donors that happens from guys jacking off to random porn that they give you in like the little medical room it's super icky when you think about it a bunch of guys like jack off in the same room like it's like a circle joke jerk but like divided by time and time doesn't exist so what anyway yeah like even sperm donation happens through sex happens through masturbation so sex is oneself but that's still sex right and like you could even argue that like freezing your eggs or donating an egg or whatever that is still like a sexual organ so anyway guys like I don't need to like explain the birds and the bees sex is how our human race continues right so sex is necessary and yeah for me like I'll have one partner at a time typically you know or you can have more zero judgment but most of us are monogamous and it's the easiest if you're busy anyway like it's not that I'm like steadfastly monogamous but I'm like I just like I don't even have time to respond to one host text let alone like two what you know what I mean like I'm already people get mad at me for taking too long to respond so but yeah so if a girl has sex with a guy and doesn't or a girl um but doesn't like like it like for me it's like I fuck a guy and he's bad I'm not gonna do it again I still want sex I'll get it somewhere else so it's almost like the amount of time she's had sex so I was explaining to this guy I was like okay well me and my ex together like two and a half years probably had sex like over 500 times well okay definitely over like 300 because we'd have sex multiple times a day and that was years so like 600 but we didn't have sex like every day whatever like in the hundreds that would make me like more of a slut than a girl who's had sex with 50 different guys one night stands right because i've had sex for many four times as much as that girl because 200 times multiplied by like 50 right we get the math okay moving on so like does that make me a whore does that make me loose but like it was love and i was gonna marry him what if a woman's divorced like that's like so again like the my thesis agrees with everyone else but for different reasons kill count doesn't matter and i was also saying to my friend with the jealousy piece the thing is like i don't know what kind of fucked up guys andrew tate clearly is like a uh, robot like he's a simulation like he's not real <laughs> but he has no love in his heart i guess because i can love multiple people and that's where my my thesis my argument comes is that sex is love i think i've loved every guy i've ever had sex with maybe not every definitely every guy i've ever had an orgasm with and you could say what came first the chicken or the egg i think it's a bit of both obviously having an orgasm with a guy brings you closer and makes me like love him a bit more but also like loving a guy helps you have an orgasm with him more easily and i've only said i love you to like a few guys in my life um and not recently but one of the guys that i actually dated for like you know a couple months rebounded off of my ex with he was a sociopath and our sex was not that great um but we we tried and each time i felt a little bit closer and you could tell he just wasn't in his like sexual masculine energy i actually think he's gay to be honest and that could explain a few things but whatever that's a separate issue there's this one time we were showering together and like we're kind of like making out holding each other and i looked up with like the like i love you eyes like you know and it was clear to everyone involved he's like a relationship slut, so he's seen this from every bitch. um i was gonna say i love you and it seemed whack early like it had been less than a month and i was clearly ra- rebounding but looking back like with today's clarity i still loved him in that moment and that's where it pisses me off that we like make the differentiation like oh i love you but i'm not in love with you and well yeah duh like i love my my mom my dad my sister like i'm not in love with them like that's incest whatever (laughs) but like what is love then baby don't hurt me no but seriously like what the fuck is love like it i feel like i would just wait like next time i'm in a relationship for the other person to say it and then I'll just say it back because I know that within, like, a couple dates, I'll love them. I don't know if that makes me, like, a, an I love you slut or something, but I definitely have love in my heart for them. I have love in my heart for most people. Anytime, like, a friend tells me they're going through something, not even struggling, just, like, seeing my friends. Like, I genuinely love them a lot. And I don't know if that's just me in the way I've, like, allowed myself to channel it because, like, our society teaches us that love makes you weak and da-da-da, which is, like, so bullshit. Um, But like I think love is our biggest strength It's beautiful And that's why like I have so much love for so many people And it's like simultaneously So like While I'm having sex with a guy I love him Probably more than I will The next day Or like after Especially if it's just A hookup guy Not a guy I'm like In a relationship with Right But like that love's real, and it exists, and it's like, you know how, like, energy also matters, neither created nor destroyed, right, energy also is neither created nor destroyed, that's just physics, and love is energy, I believe, it's a divine energy that we all have, and all possess, and a lot of us, like, get blocked, or try to turn it off, or turn it into hate, and therapists will tell you, hate is, like, a secondary emotion that masks other things, so it masks, like, guilt, or fear, or insecurity, and it can mask love, so it's like, I hate you, I love you, I hate that, I love you, you know, like, people like that, or like they hate their ex but it's actually like disguised love and they're so similar that people fucking their exes and it's like you're crying during sex and you hate them I've done it but you also love them and need them like it's so twisted because we try to label it and block it and that's why monogamy is literally dumb because you're saying only one person you can love in any capacity and if you are sexually attracted to somebody looking flirting you kiss like literally anything with this other person that you're somehow a bad person that just doesn't sit right with me i have enough love in my heart that i'm not gonna limit it to one man or woman but like man that's what they want that's what society wants for the rest of my life you know Okay, one of the last things that we're gonna talk about is giving head. Love talking about this. The amount of girls and guys I know, actually, no, all the gays I know love giving head, <laughs> to be honest, but the amount of girls that I know who can't suck dick and I don't understand. So for me, I've always loved it. There's a few reasons why women who love giving head love giving head, I'm gonna unpack. The one is the internalized misogyny type of woman hate this so it's that they do head for the feeling of power or like because it makes them feel good and there's different like levels I guess and like slightly different ways so like feeling of power like Samantha from Sex and the City used to say you know I'm so powerful when I give a blowjob because I literally have him by the balls (laughs) and as much as I say that jokingly you shouldn't be using sex for power or girls who like fuck their guy to like get something and I don't mean like I don't cook I don't clean like like I don't mean like jewelry and rings and like marriage and shit which is also manipulation through sex but um manipulating like a guy's emotions like fucking him to end an argument I remember one time with my ex we fought a lot um in hindsight i mean we broke up because we were fighting so much about the same shit we had different core values as much as we worked together as friends that's very common you'll see especially with like high school sweethearts um but yeah one time we started talking about like we resolved an argument kind of ish band-aid and we were like why are we fighting so much and we tried all these situations so like should we like resolve it in the moment should we go to bed mad and then wake up happier should we use food should we go out should we take space should we use sex and one time we'd had a fight and he was like a very like passive kind of sweet guy like I was more like the asshole in the relationship there's always one it was me and one time like we were arguing I was yelling at him and he's like okay let's just have sex and he kind of like like he he did not do anything to me guys don't worry but he kind of like pushed me towards the bed and was like let's just fucking fuck and like some a lot of couples do that that's really common for me it's like an absolute no because I just the emotions of love and hate even though like I said hate is like a secondary emotion and can I guess exist simultaneously with love like when you think of like an ex boyfriend girlfriend spouse whatever um but like for me hate during sex would just like create really bad negative associations and then like who knows next time I'm fucking I might feel anger like like Pavlo- Pavlov's dog like the like salivating when you hear a bell that kind of classical conditioning I'm not trying to have that that's like a very toxic relationship with sex in my eyes so that was a big no-no for me so for me personally I just think like sex for manipulation is really bad and I mean the communication is obviously super important I'm not going to get into it because we're not five year olds but like going into something being completely clear with what you want and a lot of people have talked about like today's dating culture and fuck boys and fuck girls and actually the tables are turning and like half of me wants to be like yay feminism we can be like men but then half of me is like well why would we want to be like the men who hurt us and that's like the fuck girl phenomenon which is girls who like go around breaking guys hearts now it's a two-way fucking street so i was talking to um an older woman friend of mine she has a son she has a couple and one of them apparently just got his heart broken by a girl which again like i don't know why it's such a passive option to have your heart broken you know what i mean like people describe it as if the other person's the demon it's a two-way fucking street he probably wasn't perfect he's probably bad and bad in OJK. but like he would fuck girls and they would move on and fuck somebody else and my friend's mom is like very traditional or my sorry my mom friend is very traditional and was saying like i don't know how these girls and guys but you know it's more taboo with girls because we're supposed to be all pure and virginal i don't know how these girls go around just like fucking guys and then fucking their best friend the next day and i'm like i can see it i have done this i fucked two friends in the same day it was fucking hilarious and they were joking about it being like yo we're gonna be eskimo bros and shit but like i won't go down on her the second guy was saying because like i don't want to taste your dick yada yada i don't even think i showered i was blackout so it'd be like that sometimes um everybody everybody has like an amount of time that they have to go between fucking two people some people it's a day i'd say that's common some people like like a dating period maybe like a week maybe like friday night to like friday night um for me it's like as soon as his dick (laughs) falls no i'm kidding guys i'm kidding But yeah, so my mom, friend, and a lot of people are like really confused by that, but to be honest as a woman and you know we're sensitive guys i would rather have a guy fuck me and fuck another girl like minutes after and be uh, honest about it not honest in a way like babe i'm sorry this is what i did honest in the moment and beforehand saying hey i plan to fuck you and fuck you really fucking good and then also fuck this other broad because (laughs) my dick is magic actually and i can't just reserve it for one bitch ever in my life or like without a ring and i want to spread the love i think that's beautiful i respect men a lot more when they have a higher kill count um again i don't know why i'm talking about andrew tate because i hate him but i just think it's important to acknowledge guys like andrew tate will talk about guys fucking a lot of girls in terms of power and he'll say women don't fuck guys that they love they fuck guys whom they respect and I think that's a really fucked up way to look at it because that just shows power dynamics in sex. Sex holds a lot of power. I'll talk about that too in other podcasts. Like, anything with a taboo, like sex, it's like nobody talks about it, but it it runs the world. It's literally the reason we're born. Like, again, birds and the bees. Sex holds so much power, but, like, using weaponizing sex is fucked up and using like weaponizing other things like your physical power over a girl or like economic financial power like guys being rich and getting fucked and you can tell they're like ugly as fuck it's like bitches only like you because you're rich and or famous I mean I've never been like that I don't know evolutionarily it makes sense it's fine i guess not for me But, yeah, for me, I think there should be love. And, I again, I just think love can be really temporary. And you can make love to somebody one night. Like, I had a guy who came over. I, like, matched with him on Tinder, had his number, texted him for, like, a day and hot. Like, Like, did not know this man. I still don't know, like, his last name, college education, if it exists, like, anything about him. Don't want to. I will still remember him probably for the rest of my life. I was super high one night, and sex feels better high anyway. You're, like all your sensations are just wildly heightened. It's amazing. And I like was texting him and joking about him coming over and he came over and I was like, that makes me sound like a huge whore. But again, I don't care. We made love for like an hour and a half, two hours. He lasted forever. He never actually came Um, in hindsight. That's probably on me. Like, not that like I was bad, but just like I should have tried harder or cared more. But like also two hours, it was well past my bedtime and I was high as balls and kind of lazy. Anyway, um, but it was great for me. That's probably why he never called me again because he didn't get off. But I like sucked his dick because I wanted to And that's what I want to get back to So yeah, we made love, it was great, never saw him again But it was still making love Like I didn't need like a fucking gift basket from him in the morning I didn't need to get breakfast with him The act itself was enough And that goes back to living in the present, right? And like like people who meditate, do yoga and stuff Will say like don't worry about the future That's anxiety, don't think about the past That's, I don't know what that is, depression, dwelling or something um, But live in the moment And to me, sex is all about the moment. And it doesn't really matter what they're doing the next day and the insecurity of like, oh, well, but I can't get fucked tomorrow and the day after. Oh, he won't put a ring on it. Who cares? You're having sex, you're enjoying it. It's healthy. And if more people, if the majority of humans or everyone could think about that, like could think about sex that way in terms of in the moment, we A, would not have monogamy and would not have matrimony. Marriage is a fucking patriarchal political scam, in my opinion, and it doesn't make sense. Having said that, I'm likely gonna marry because that's the world that we're in and so many people get married that it makes more sense for me to like be married to a partner or like be in a committed relationship with a couple people, partners, because that's like the way that our world is structured and there's not enough single people who think like me to like have all of those options and choices, I guess. Um, and STD concerns aside, there's, like, no reason to stick to one person if you don't want to, and I think if everyone could just set their insecurities aside, I'm gonna do a full separate episode just on the insecurities, because I think it runs the world in every way, shape, and form, but especially with relationships and sex, if everyone can just get off of, like needing something to last like even the amount of times like i've planned my next fuck mid fuck and what i mean is like a lot of girls and guys but i think guys always ball out with sex they always try to impress you as much as possible in my experience but girls will like hold back a little like sucking dick for the first time i'm not gonna like give him like as good as i can depending depending how much i like this guy but like sometimes there's a bit of a part of me that's like hold back a bit leave him wanting more because then he'll fuck you again next time and it'll be even better i've also talked to guys which is crazy guys i've hooked up with who say that like if a girl's too good the first time like porn star level good which is the goal in my mind they'll think she's a huge whore and not want to fuck her again But, like, for me, I'm like, I would love to fuck a porn star again and again and again. What? Um, But that's just, like, the fucked up psychology. I'm sure it's not just guys. I'm sure a lot of girls feel that way and a lot of guys don't feel that way. But that's kind of just the stereotype that I've learned from the guys I talk to so that's a really fucked up thing because it's saying to girls again kill count stupid you have to have the exact amount right amount of experience and that you have to hide it and we wonder why women can't orgasm and guys too but i'm just as a woman i'm talking about the female experience and i know for me not really but for almost all of my girlfriends is really hard to come and a lot harder than it is for guys. And that's because like, it's so mental too. And when your mind is on, think as a mom, think as an older woman, dinner and your job and oh, your boss said this and maybe another guy you've been fantasizing about because monogamy is stupid. And then this guy's pounding you in one position and you can't focus on like moving your body to hit the angles and you can't focus on visualizing and you can't focus on like all of the internal body sensations. There's just a huge disconnect these days in humans from their bodies, like in general, like... We can't even, a lot of women who struggle with depression, self-objectification, eating disorders, I'm gonna do a separate episode just on that as well. I know I keep saying that, I have a lot planned. Um, But a lot of women who battle those things, don't feel hunger cues. I'm sure again with guys too, but it's statistically higher with women and that's fucked up. Like for me like I'll be like, "Oh, it's lunchtime." Intuitive eating, I'm all about intuition. I've talked about it a million times. Um but it's like a really hard thing to get to. And our society does not encourage it. We have set lunch hours, we have set dinner hours. I get it. It keeps the world going. It keeps everything open 24 hours. It's the capitalist dream, but it's also fucking capitalist nightmare. Um, so that was a huge fucking rant. What I'm saying is be fucking in tune with your body and live in the present with sex and yeah it's it's like all those bitches who are like i'm here for a good time not a long time and like live in what is it like guys will say like you know here tonight don't see you tomorrow i don't know there's like a million expressions like that sex is in the moment live in the present guys honestly if it's all one night stands who gives a fuck as long as you're enjoying them <laughs> um okay but back to blow jobs. but yeah so like i was saying with a making love guy i sucked his dick and this is not groundbreaking by any means, um, but it is. it was a little bit of a pattern breaker for me. So with my ex, I lost my virginity to like my long-term boyfriend, whatever, obviously sucked his dick like a million times a minute, right? Um, and then I went through a fit and then every other guy I'd hook up with, I'd suck his dick. Like, I love doing it, that's what I'm saying. I think it's actually really sacred. We'll get into that a bit at the end. Um, But like with other guys, I started having a really bad experience. They wouldn't go down on me, which is fine. Um, But it was when they expected it. Like a lot of guys, it's like, you know, the blowjob tug of war where he'll push your head down and you kind of come up for air because you're choking and he'll keep pushing your head down. And I've talked to all of my girlfriends and the results are really, really, and guy friends, the results with people who give head um are really mixed on like do we like the guy pushing your head down personally I think it can be a little hot but it all depends like there's a huge difference between my boyfriend of like two years pushing my head down and getting really excited I can tell he's close it's like boom pow I don't care if I choke with your dick down my esophagus enjoy baby um versus like a one night stand where he's choking me so much and I can't breathe and I've been drinking and I'm like I'm gonna choke on my own throw up like Jimi Hendrix style this is how I die right bit of a difference, guys, nuance, okay, um, so, yeah, so, that can be a bit of an issue, it's, honestly, even if he doesn't push my head down, which, like, arguably can be a consent violation, especially if you haven't, like, talked about it beforehand, just having a guy look into my eyes, and even if he doesn't touch me at all, expect sex, or ask for a blowjob, I'm not a fan. I was talking about it actually yesterday with a guy friend of mine with nudes too. And it's like the unsolicited nude, I obviously like the next girl hate getting unsolicited dick pics, um, unless it's a boyfriend or someone like I've kind of pre-established that with, right? Don't be dumb, consent is like pretty no-brainer when you think about it. Um, I send unsolicited nudes, which again, might sound, sound fucked up, but like I'm sending them to guys that I've been with or that I know want them and I've like sent them before and they like obviously love it, right? Um, I think there's something so beautiful about, like, the surprise nude and sending it unsolicited, because, like, you don't have to ask. Like, for me, obviously, guys, I would say, like, ask for nudes, care about nudes more. Like, a dick is a dick. Like, there can be sexy positions, but I think more just, like, getting a dick, like, the act of, like, receiving something taboo like that is sexy, sexier than, like, just seeing a penis, like, okay, what? Um, but then again, I have fire dick pics on my phone, but... It's like the just because it's like the if you tell your friend like I'm upset I need to talk fine normal if you force your friend to talk to you and say hey if you're not here for me right now because I'm crying and you don't respond within 20 minutes I'm ghosting you that's fucked up that's kind of like a guy forcing you and pushing your head down if you don't reach out to your friend because you're so depressed and it's been two, three weeks and Stacy's busy working all the time but still notices she hasn't heard from you or received any memes and checks in with you, that's beautiful. That is the surprise nude. That is the surprise head. That is the surprise, like, anything. They're just because, and again, that comes back to love. Just because I, I love you. And it shouldn't be for something in exchange. Like you shouldn't so many women again use sex, use head for power or um use a blowjob to get back at him, like give his friend head, whatever. A lot of girls I'll hear say, like, I only give head to get head, so like I'll suck his dick so he goes down on me. For me they're completely uncorrelated and just with the flow of sex, everyone's totally different. Um but if you think of like normal, like porn sex, I guess it starts with like a blowjob, like sucking his dick and then like maybe he goes down on you maybe not more common these days i think when i was a bit younger watching porn i didn't see that but maybe i just like forget but then they fuck and then either he comes in her or like like they'll switch positions whatever or like he'll come in her mouth like she'll suck his dick whatever right the giving a guy a blow and this is hetero sex obviously giving the guy a blow job is like really really important in this situation right and I would argue, and I would argue that everyone's going to come for me and fucking hate me, but you don't need to go down on her in this sitch. In this sitch. Am I saying you don't need to eat your girl out? Absolutely not. Basically, all of my girlfriends see they say that they need head or fingering and or fingering to come. I'm just like completely different. Like I just love vaginal orgasm. Like it's every woman's totally different. And most women it's just a little bit easier to come through the clit. Um and a lot of us, and me included, to an extent, haven't learned totally how to have a vaginal orgasm. There's cervical and that's something I'm still discovering. There's a lot of different types. So like totally normal if your girl needs head to come, she needs head to come whatever fucking listen but like I'm saying like you don't have to do it every time and I think a lot of guys do it as a chore and they'll kind of like get it out of the way wait for her to fake an orgasm which is what I do because I've never come from getting head. it's never even felt that good I think one or two times it's felt good and the rest it's been like mid just for me personally and they knew what they were doing it's just for me personally that's not my thing whatever but yeah it's like this checkbox idea like bucket list sex of like okay well now i made her come my work's done now i can rail her exactly how i want in the position i want don't have to worry about her because she had her orgasm and that's what i hate with sex it's like the ordering of things and actually when you get into like good good like sex tantric sex like like withholding orgasms the guy edging guys having multiple orgasms i only recently actually fucked a guy who went like back to back to back like five six times and it blew my mind because i've never like like back to back like he would pull out come towards me i thought he was gonna make out with me like aftercare and he would go straight back (laughs) into me and that blew my mind like once you get into it it's like a lot better than just like ending um so yeah when you think of sex like that the guy's not just going down on you once he's like fucking you for a bit pulling out going down eating you out a bit saying you taste great tasting himself not getting weird about it because tasting your own dick is normal it's a part of your body go lick your elbow sir like what and then the girl is like sucking your dick halfway and tasting herself on you and it's just like a combination of fluids hiv central no i'm totally kidding um but no seriously like that's that's good sex in my book and that includes a lot of head and it might be all the guy eating pussy or the girl eating pussy um sorry i'm being really heteronormative i swear i don't just have straight sex i'll talk about that in other episodes but this is like just what I'm talking about, like regarding giving head, okay? I'm sorry, guys. Um, but whomever is eating pussy is eating pussy. Maybe it's just that, and then maybe the next time you fuck, it's just sucking dick, and maybe the next time you fuck, it's just a quickie in the car and it's none of the above, and maybe the next time you fuck, it's just oral. And say 69, which is not my favorite position, but say 69 and you're not doing other shit, you're not penetrating at all, or say it's just fingering, or say like you know what I mean? There's a million ways to have sex. Um, that aside, the blowjob's really important too. Me and I think it just signifies love. And with this guy, I keep like dancing around him, going on tangents at ADHD. With this guy that I was making love with, um, I sucked his dick like right away as like foreplay, and I just wanted to, and he was kind of shook. And I remember it was like we just had a really special moment. He was like, Um, I haven't had a girl suck my dick in a while. And he was like, Yeah, and I don't I don't really ask like if they don't want to, and I respected that a lot more and went ham on his fucking cock, right? Um, but yeah and like that was just really beautiful to me that he didn't feel he needed it and that he was pleasantly surprised by me and who knows maybe the whole thing was an act and he was faking but also I was there and I know it wasn't and he wasn't um but then there was a different guy like a month prior like I said I kind of went on a hiatus from sucking dick and it was because I would have these like hookup situations with guys and I didn't love them and I didn't and so it ended up being bad sex and I don't think I've ever come with a guy that I didn't want to suck his dick not that I necessarily did but that type of love that I'm talking about that made me want to suck his dick made me want to like pleasure him and just like make his day and make him really happy for no ulterior motive is really common in me but guys where I don't have that I also don't come because they don't love me and I don't love them and there's no like loving energy being transmitted if that makes sense um Again, this probably sounds psycho, and a lot of you guys, like, doubt it, and think that, like, I'm, like, like, all the guys, a lot of guys I've hooked up with listen to this podcast, and they don't tell me, and then we'll be talking, like, weeks later, and they'll, like, randomly bring something into conversation, and I'm like, oh, you listened, wow. Anyway, so I feel like all the guys I've hooked up with who do listen to this are gonna freak the fuck out, and, like, think that I'm in love with them, um, and, uh, yeah, I love you, hey, hey, guys, hey, sexy guys, I love you, but not in that way that you're thinking of i don't want a relationship with you to be clear but yeah so i i can't say it better than that it's just the wanting to give a blowjob is love and then there's this other guy like a month prior to the making love guy a month or two prior and he was just a dick um i i don't even know how to describe it like for sure fuck boy but i was a fuck girl like i don't care about that i don't care he was with other bitches i do think it was a little weird that like right after we fucked one time he pulls out of me i'm doing like clean up on my fucking thighs and he starts scrolling on tinder like like immediately after that was like like probably the biggest hookup horror story i have mostly guys have been with treat me good because i pick him right um but yeah that i was like what the fuck and we hooked up a couple times never again after that obviously um but I could tell that he was an asshole. Like, there's there's a lot of different types of asshole. Like I've said a million times, I don't care about, like, the fuckboy behavior, the being a hoe. I do care about, like, just being a dick, like, treating people badly. Like, I see people in your life, like, if everyone hates you, you're probably an asshole, to be honest, you know. Um, he had an arrogance. Like, he was just not a good guy, and I never went to suck his dick. And I feel like he saw me as one of those girls, one of those girls who don't like sucking dick, which is laughable because I'm the exact opposite. Not that I cared to prove that to him. Um, but yeah, one time he kind of, like, asked or I guess, pushed my head and I was like I'm not going to (laughs) and I had this moment of clarity and I think it's rare at least in the type of sex that I have or was having in university it's a little immature and nobody wants to be awkward or like over communicate because that's weird and whatever like you're not in a relationship so just like everyone should know what to do and you shouldn't guide his hand or guide his mouth or anything stupid right Um, but yeah so I didn't want to make it awkward Um, but then I remember I actually did so I'd kind of just pull away and then I had this moment of clarity and I was like I'm not going to suck your dick and he's like why and I was like like I just what did I say I was like I just like don't care about you like that or I said something like I don't think you're a very nice guy I, it was like I basically said what I'm saying in this podcast to him it wasn't a speech it was like a couple sentences but I was just like I don't think you deserve it and I have this thing where I look into a guy's eyes the eyes are the windows to the soul and the heart and all of that love energy right and I just can tell if he deserves to have his dick suck like I don't know how to say it better that sounds so weird but like it's not that he's like a good person in every way like i already said this but it's not that he's like donates to charity and his mother teresa but just in that moment does he deserve to have his dick suck this guy did not so it was a no like his his soul was just off the vibes were off and not the vibes with me just the vibes of him as a human being and what he's doing with his life and his gifts you know he's being selfish he's not being a giver right and then he ended up like going down on me and shit whatever it was mid and then he was like yeah i feel like i owe it to you from last time and again that was the last time we ever hooked up and i kind of just and then the tinder incident i just realized he was like an even worse guy than i thought and the sex was honestly so mid for me it was like not worth ruining my own internal chi energy yin yang for some mediocre dick right um but yeah and he said he owed it to me and i think he realized that he'd been a bit of a dick and i even told him like i gave him like relationship it was the funniest hookup of my life i just like so i have no interest in dating you ever but for future girls maybe don't go on tinder maybe don't like i kind of just like mansplained to him how to like not be an asshole and i think it kind of went in his brain like a little bit like maybe half three quarters um and he apologized after and whatever Um, The point is, he did not deserve to have his dick sucked, and I went through a period like that, and the, the patterning and conditioning is so crazy and happens so rapidly with, like what we get used to sexually. Um, and it really sucks. It's really annoying because for me, after say like three, four guys I hooked up with, one night stand, very like probably drunk sex, missionary, doggy, just penetration. That's it, no foreplay, whatever, fine with me. But it was like mid, you know, and it was mid because the love wasn't there and the energy wasn't there. I got used to it. And that's when like I started being like, yeah, no no head for this guy, no head for this guy. And I stopped kind of trying, I stopped kind of caring. I got really selfish, very like, well I'll be a pillow princess because he's not making me come any anyway so why would i put in work unless it's like directly to help myself like if it's like cowgirl and i'm like hitting my own spots i don't care about this motherfucker he can stick his dick in an elbow and get it heart you know what i mean like um so yeah and it became like that and this is where kind of my last point comes in with like yin yang balance healing your sexual energy healing all your energy Um, This is I'm not going to talk too much I'm not an expert on this But I am going to tell you Like what I've experienced In my own life And kind of what I know so far A lot of like Sexual experts Sexual healers Spiritual healers Believe in um, Sexual yin yin and yang Yin and yang is really important to me I have a tatted It was my first ever tattoo On my body In the shape of a heart Do all things with balance Do all things with love It's all about the soul Um, Alma Spanish And yeah so it's um, dick, like like penis Gives women yin energy I feel like I'm inverting this But yin energy And vagina, like in any form Gives men yang energy And it's really important to have them in balance And do I agree 100% From what I know I don't know, it's a little Like what if you're a girl and girl a Guy and guy Like I don't think women need dick For me it's really important For me like I'm attracted to all genders But I like dick Like It's really important to me, um, whether that's like a trans woman or a cis man or like in any form i just think like semen's really important and that's another thing a lot of cultures actually it seems weird but they'll have ceremonies where um a little boy at like 13 14 years old hits puberty gets um i mean statutorily raped but you know gets penetrated by an older man like an old old like his father's age like 40s 50s in the village and the community um and like has to take his semen into his body because that's like seen as sacred and then that semen like grows in his body and his soul so that he can like have good strong semen come to impregnate other girls um I think it's cool and honestly I hate that I call I call this sedentary rape it is by western standards but every culture is totally different um and there's there's things that are a lot less like extreme and penetrative in western society like rape culture and rape jokes that i think are actually way worse and more damaging than that even though that seems dramatic to us so keeping an open mind i'm actually not talking shit about that i think whatever that culture decides is best for them as long as you know the guys are cool with it question mark the little boys are cool with it um but yeah there's a lot of cultures like that and i mean it's like the idea of giving a facial everyone says this is bullshit i believe it that comes really healthy for you it's it's protein that has a lot of amino acids rubbing it into your skin is like a facial it's good for you so give facials guys coming inside is good um the only issue and this is an obvious one well stds but you can get that from any type of sex and pregnancy um and like for the vast majority of women listening to this and just like women in like the western world it's not feasible to be super like careful with your calendar tracking and not everyone has regular periods because of you know all the hormone disruptors in our environment and our food and our water and everything so like i get like it's not feasible to always come inside um if you have an iud great but then a lot of women don't feel comfortable having like a sperm killer in their body because that's a little toxic you know so arguably, um, semen and like your eggs, but that's more internal, that ever comes out, obviously, are like what create human life. And again, as I said, in any way you're trying to conceive, if you take a sperm donor, if you take an egg donor, if you do IVF, those two very human things are necessary like no matter how if you get it out of a freezer or whatever so the fact that we like waste like i remember i was hooking up with this guy and he would pull out of me um before i told him i had an iud and whatever it was a language barrier too so i kind of just let him but for the first couple times we were hooking up he'd like pull out of me like right at the last minute and right into like like a rag or a sock or t-shirt or some shit like that and It it like looked like he was in pain. Like it just, it's just so unnatural when you think the best part of sex for both of you guys is like, the unity of your fluids that sounds so gross but seriously the unity of like his cum and his dick in you and you're like shaking hopefully i don't know orgasming at the same time some people think it's rare i have it so much with my male partners to be honest um but yeah so you're like coming together shaking together so your vagina is literally having contractions ideally like in a pregnancy situation moving the cum up towards your uterus where you can get pregnant yay anatomy biology woo procreation and I, i'm not like guys like i'm on first control i have an iud but i'm just saying like that's like the goal of evolution right of the human body um and to pull out at that part it's like a very shitty thing you know and i remember i talked to my gynecologist like back in the day when i started having sex and i was like with like one partner my boyfriend i was on the pill and then some people said to also use a condom like pill and condom or you know pill and pull out i remember one time like i was talking to my friends and talking about how like I'm on the pill and he comes in me and they were like he doesn't pull out and I was like that's why I'm on birth control you dumb bitch And they were like no, but you're supposed to do both like birth control just protective for pre-cum And I was like are you dumb as fuck like one is more than enough I know a bunch of girls who raw dog completely. So at least I'm doing one. Okay Um, but yeah, and I talked to my guy and I was like, oh should I do that? And she was like, you know what? My philosophy is like humans get so few pleasures in life Sex is one of the few, and it's so healthy. It's not like food. Love food. I'm not saying to hate food, but like, food is a pleasure that, like, oftentimes our cheat foods, our our treat foods, are like super processed, super sugary, super not healthy for the body. Fine in moderation, but you know, sex is like one of the best, purest, most like evolutionarily sound, most healthy, amazing practices, and we're really gonna. constrain it even more like we already have all these taboos about like who we can fuck only one person at a time when we can fuck nobody can be around nobody can hear can't be like that sloth you know having sex with her baby right there like gotta do it in privacy all of these things and like how we dress and whatever why put another constraint on it and honestly she's a fucking expert she went to harvard i trust my girl so yeah i i kept on the pill that was that's a different story it was horrible um but yeah and then um he came at me and i never got pregnant and yay we're fine okay um so yeah the pulling note just seems really weird to me i get like there's no perfect way to protect against pregnancy i get it condoms just don't even talk to me condoms are bullshit but again sometimes necessary stds you don't know where they've been i've started making guys wear condoms like at the start until like i get to know them and their soul and their history health-wise and sexually a bit more in depth so you know but yeah i just think at least if you're gonna pull out like make it sexy don't come in a towel like it's the most awkward thing it like killed the vibe like i'd already come so it's fine but still so like come on me or like you know come on my face or in my mouth or some shit like that that was like one of the first spanish anatomy words i learned for that purpose i was like come in my boca <laughs> which is mouth because you know i wanted it to be somewhere it was fine um so yeah so that is kind of a wrap my brain's going haywire because i went on so many little rabbit holes that like now i want to expand and i will in the next couple of weeks expand upon in like future podcasts like just like certain certain like parts of sex that I talked about sex for power and such um and like relationships out of insecurity so yeah stay tuned um if that was a little unclear I'll talk about like sexual energy a bit more but yeah just think of like cum and any other any fluids her pussy juice too like if she's wet which uh, hope to god she is you know um being a part of you like It's like a kiss. You're swapping saliva, which I've always thought, like, kissing is just not my thing. Like, some people I know, like, love kissing and think it's really romantic and they need it as foreplay. For me, you're just swapping saliva and it doesn't feel good because you don't have, like, the nerve endings there for that. Like, if you're kissing my pussy, sure. If you're kissing my pussy lips, yeah, but my, like, mouth lips, what? Um, But yeah, so sharing fluids with somebody is really special and I think you should love them in some capacity and you're sharing love and you're sharing each other's, like, most sacred deeply human procreative energy with each other and that's beautiful slay um so yeah okay um it's dinner time time to go live my perfect little catholic life and my perfect little catholic family home as if i didn't just spend a couple hours talking about dick and yeah i'll see y'all next week peace and love